Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, Uncertainty About the Future Does Not Imply That AGI Will Go Well, published by Laura Langasco on June 1, 2023 on Less Wrong. Subtitle, A Partial Defense of High Confidence AGI Doom Predictions. Introduction. Consider two different kinds of accident scenarios. In a default success scenario, accidents are rare. For example, modern aviation is very safe, thanks to decades of engineering efforts and a safety culture for example the widespread use of checklists. When something goes wrong, it is often due to multiple independent failures that combine to cause a disaster for example bad weather plus communication failures plus pilot not following checklist correctly. In a default failure scenario, accidents are the norm. For example, when I write a program to do something I haven't done many times already, it usually fails the first time I try it. It then goes on to fail the second time and the third time as well. Here, failure on the first try is overdetermined. Even if I fix the first bug, the second bug is still, independently, enough to cause the program to crash. This is typical in software engineering, and it can take many iterations and tests to move into the default success regime. See also, conjunctive versus disjunctive risk scenarios. Default success scenarios include most engineering tasks that we have lots of experience with and know how to do well, building bridges, building skyscrapers, etc. Default failure scenarios, as far as I can tell, come in two kinds, scenarios in which we're trying to do something for the first time, rocket test launches, prototypes, new technologies, and scenarios in which there is a competent adversary that is trying to break the system, as in computer security. AGI satisfies both properties. Predictions on AGI risk. I often encounter an argument against AGI risk that goes something like this, using P-Doom to refer to the probability of an AGI takeover and, or human extinction due to the development of AGI. Alice, we seem to be on track to build an AGI smarter than humans. We don't know how to solve the technical problem of building an AGI we can control, or the political problem of convincing people to not build AGI. Every plausible scenario I've ever thought or heard of leads to AGI takeover. In my estimate, P-Doom is, high number. Bob, while I likewise can't point out any detailed plausible scenario in which AGI goes well, I think there's a good chance you're mistaken. It's just really overconfident to estimate P-Doom above 50%. Humans are usually bad at predicting the future, especially when it comes to novel technologies like AGI. When you account for how uncertain your predictions are, your estimate should be at most, low number. I'm being vague about the numbers because I've seen Bob's argument made in many different situations. In one recent conversation I witnessed, the Bob Alice split was P Doom half a percent versus tilde 10%, and in another discussion it was 10% versus 90%. My main claim is that Alice and Bob don't actually disagree about how uncertain or hard to predict the future is, instead, they disagree about to what degree AGI risk is default success versus default failure. If AGI risk is, mostly, default failure, then uncertainty is a reason for pessimism rather than optimism, and Alice is right to predict failure. In this sense I think Bob is missing the point. Instead of trying to refute Alice from general principles, Bob should instead point to concrete reasons for optimism, for example for reasons A, B, and C it is likely that we can coordinate on not building AGI for the next 40 years and solve alignment in the meantime. Uncertainty does not mean you should be more optimistic. Many people are skeptical of the default failure frame, so I'll give a bit more color here. I won't go into detail about why specifically AGI risk is a default failure scenario. You can find a summary in Nate Soares' post on why AGI ruin is likely. Implicitly, Bob usually claims that Alice is not sufficiently uncertain about her AI predictions, or has not integrated her uncertainty into her estimate well enough. This is not necessarily true, 
It may just be that Alice's uncertainty about her reasoning doesn't make her much more optimistic. It's true that the future is often hard to predict, for example, experts often fail to predict technological developments. This is not a reason for optimism. It would be kind of weird if it was. Humans are generally bad at predicting the future, especially for technological progress, and this is bad news for AI safety. In particular, if all the AI researchers are uncertain about what will happen, that is a bad sign much in the same way that it would be a bad sign if none of your security engineers understood the system they are supposed to secure. Analogy, if I'm in charge of software security for a company, and my impression is that the system is almost certainly insecure, it is not a good argument to say well you don't completely understand the system, so you might be wrong, I may be wrong, but being wrong does not bode well for our security. To believe P. Doom is high, all you really need to be convinced of is that the default outcome for messing up superhuman AGI is human extinction, and that we're not prepared. Our understanding here is incomplete but still relatively good compared to details that are harder to predict, for example when exactly AGI will arrive or what early forms of AGI will look like. If Bob feels pretty uncertain about the whole AGI risk thing and doesn't trust Alice's reasoning, then it might make sense for Bob personally to estimate low P. Doom. This is fine and healthy, and does not imply that Alice is being overconfident. As Rob Bensinger observes, paraphrased, even if Bob feels unsure about whether he's fooling himself, he should not confidently assert that Alice must be fooling herself because she is less uncertain. Regarding high P. Doom estimates, greater than 80%. It is not always wrong to make high confidence disaster predictions. For example, people saying COVID will be a disaster with high, tilde 90%, probability in February 2020 were predictably correct, even though COVID was a very novel situation. There was a lot of uncertainty, and the people who predicted disaster usually got the details wrong like everyone else, but the overall picture was still correct because the details didn't matter much. A confidence of 90% is not actually much harder to achieve than 30%, relative to the baseline extinction risk for a new technology which is close to 0%. An estimate of P. Doom equals 30% already leans very heavily on your inside view of the risks involved. You don't need to trust your reasoning all that much more to estimate 90% instead. Put differently, there's no reason in particular why Bob's uncertainty argument should cap your confidence at tilde 80%, rather than 1% or 0.1%. It seems totally reasonable to me for a first reaction to AIX risk to be a I don't know. It's an interesting idea and I'll think more on it, but it does seem pretty crazy. If I had to estimate P. Doom right now I would say tilde 0.1%, though I would prefer not to give a number at all. Followed, to be clear, by rapid updates in favor of high P. Doom, though not necessarily 90%, I think 90% makes sense for people who have slammed their head against the difficulties involved, and noticed a pattern where the wall they're slamming their heads against is pretty hard and doesn't have visible weak spots, but otherwise you wouldn't necessarily be that pessimistic. More generally, estimates around 90% aren't all that confident. If you're well calibrated, changing your mind about something that you estimate to be 90% likely is something that happens all the time. So Px equals 90% means I expect X to happen, though I'm happy to change my mind and in fact regularly do change my mind about claims like this. It makes sense to be uncertain about your beliefs, and about whether you thought of all the relevant things, usually you didn't. Rather than be generically uncertain about everything, it's usually better to be uncertain about specific parts of your model. For example, I'm uncertain about the behavior and capability profile of the first AI that surpasses humans in scientific research. This makes me more pessimistic about alignment relative to a baseline where I was certain, because any strategy that depends on specific assumptions about the capabilities of this AI is unlikely to work. For a second example, I think there probably won't be any international ban or regulation on large training runs that lengthens timelines by more than 10 years, but I'm pretty uncertain. 
This makes me more optimistic relative to a baseline where I was certain governments would do nothing. Put differently, most of your uncertainty about beliefs should be part of your model, not some external thing that magically pushes all your beliefs towards 50% or 0% or 100%. Some things I'm not saying. This part is me hedging my claims. Feel free to skip if that seems like a boring thing to read. I don't personally estimate P doom above 90%. I'm also not saying there are no reasons to be optimistic. I'm claiming that reasons for optimism should usually be concrete arguments about possible ways to avoid doom. For example, Paul Cristiano argues for a somewhat lower than 90% P doom here, and I think the general shape of his argument makes sense, in contrast to Bob's above. I do think there is a correct version of the argument that, if your model says P outcome equals 0.99, model uncertainty will generally be a reason to update downwards. I think people already take that into account when stating high P doom estimates. Here's a sketch of a plausible reasoning, summarized and not my numbers, but I do have similar reasoning, and I don't think the numbers are crazy. Almost every time I imagine a concrete scenario for how AGI development might go, that leads to an outcome where humans go extinct. I can imagine some ways in which things go well, but they seem pretty fanciful, for example a sudden international treaty that forbids large training runs and successfully enforces this. I do expect there will be other government efforts, but I don't expect those to change things much for the better. So my within model prediction is P doom equals 0.99. My model is almost certainly wrong. Sadly, for most scenarios I can imagine, being wrong would only make things worse. I'm literally a safety researcher, me being totally wrong about for example what the first AGI looks like is not a good sign for safety, and I don't expect other safety researchers to have better models. Almost all surprises are bad. Analogy, if I'm in charge of software security for a company and my impression is that the system is almost certainly insecure, it is not a good argument to say well you don't completely understand the system, so you might be wrong, I may be wrong, but being wrong does not bode well for our security. That said, while technical surprises are probably bad, there's other kinds of positive surprises we could get, for example, more progress on AI safety than expected, better interpretability methods, more uptake of AI risk concerns by the broader ML community, more government action on regulating AI. In fact, there are some kinds of cumulative surprises that could add up to save us. As an example, enough regulation of AI could lead to tilde 10 years longer timelines, more progress than expected and interpretability could lead to more compelling demonstrations of misalignment, more uptake of AI risk by the broader scientific community might lead to more safety progress and an overall more careful approach to AGI. Note that this is not an update made from pure uncertainty, there is a concrete story here about how exactly surprises might actually be helpful, rather than bad. It's not a particularly great story either, it needs many things to go better than expected. Now, that particular story is not likely at all. But it seems like there are many stories in that general category, such that the total likelihood of a good surprise adds up to 10%. Note the basic expectation of surprises are often bad still applies. Not knowing how governments or society will react to AI is hardly helpful for the people who are currently trying to get governments or society to react in a useful way. So my overall, all things considered P-Doom is 90%, mostly due to a kind of sketchy downwards update due to model uncertainty, without which the estimate would be around 99%. It's debatable how large the downwards update here should be, it could reasonably be more or less than 10%, and it's plausible that we're in the kind of domain where small quantified probability updates aren't very useful at all. I don't mean to say that the reasoning here is the only reasonable version out there. It depends a lot on how likely you think various definitely useful surprises are, like long timelines to AGI and slow progress after proto-AGI. But I do think it is wrong to call high P-Doom estimates overconfident without any further more detailed criticism. 
Finally, I haven't given an explicit argument for AGI risk, there's a lot of that elsewhere. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.